Welcome, welcome friend to the business of personal branding photography. My name is Paula Brennan. I am a very humble photographer from Queensland in Australia and my goal here in this podcast is to inspire you. I want to encourage you and I really, really want to share what I love and have learned about personal branding with other pro photographers who may be thinking about introducing this as a genre or a product to your clients, or perhaps you're already in it and you're just looking for a little bit more inspiration and ideas about how to make this genre of photography work better in your business. Today, what I want to talk to you about is what I personally believe is the difference between headshots and personal branding. Now, when I look in the market at the moment, I see there are a lot of photographers who are selling what I would consider to be headshots as personal branding. And let me say, there is absolutely nothing wrong with that. I want to be very clear, there's nothing wrong with that on the outset. There are, of course, a lot of crossovers with both of these types of genres. But I do believe that personal branding has actually grown as the social age has flourished, okay? So with this growth and the boom in entrepreneurialism around and with the rise in figures of like the likes of Gary V who are banging on about the importance of curating a personal brand. I really want to look at this today from a photographer's perspective. And in particular, I really want to talk about the business side of the difference. Okay. So the product, the marketing and the sales aspect when it comes to bringing together the packaging of this for your client. So from my own personal perspective, What this means for me when it comes to creating products and what it comes to marketing and selling these products is that there are two very different products here, okay? Now, don't get me wrong. I love headshots. They're fantastic if you can work the model. I have done this quite successfully in my studios over the years um, and I have been a very huge proponent of headshots because they can be quite a lucrative market, but they're also a great segue or a gateway for me right now to be able to introduce myself to my client, to, to potential personal branding clients. So what I want to do right now is show you and explain to you what how I differentiate personal branding, okay? Because I really want you, the photographer, to be able to do the same when it comes to presenting this with to your clients. Maybe it might come to that you will actually figure out at the end of this that you could structure your offerings for two different products accordingly. And that would really excite me because there are lots of different products that you can produce for your clients and experiences that you can create for them when you really understand the difference between these two products. Okay, so let's talk about headshots. Okie So traditionally, a headshot is one key image. It's one image that your client feels really connects them. Usually it's connected to the camera. Usually it's taken in a studio, although I've seen it done beautifully on location as well. But generally speaking, it is that tight, cropped image of somebody where they're super connected, whether it be a beautiful smile, whether it be just a nice sort of serious kind of look, whatever it is, it's something that they feel that represents them. Okay. Now, unfortunately, sometimes you do see a lot of these kind of like cookie cutter, glossy, cheesy kind of looking headshots and the market's definitely shifting away from them. And it was in sort of like learning all of this And starting to have a look at what people were doing, you know, five, 10 years ago with their Instagram, with their LinkedIn, with their Facebook, that I sort of started to discover this genre of personal branding. And it was funny because it was oftentimes the clients or the the, the not clients, it was the regular folk with their iPhones 
that were curating their personal brands. And that's sort of how I learned more about the genre of personal branding. So typically speaking with those headshots, you'll find that people are putting them through their LinkedIn profiles, through their Facebook profiles, Instagram, people are using them on their email banners. So they do need to be that tight kind of, you know, nicely cropped image so that you can see them nice and fresh and you can connect with them and recognizable. Okie dokie. We, the, the thing about a headshot, a great headshot is that it's used in multiple places. It's consistent across different uh, marketing platforms and you start to recognize the person when they show up in your feed. You start to recognize them when their emails come in. You can see that consistency, okay? So a headshot for a client, typically speaking, is one image. Maybe they might um, invest in a few more, but generally speaking, they're shopping for that one key image that's rock star for them that they can use over and over again. So a big part of personal branding is really being able to showcase the different parts of someone's personality. Now, you definitely can do this in a series of headshots as well. But what I love is that you're able to kind of engage people on different levels by putting them in different environments and then obviously sharing other parts of their personality. Okay. So this could be like humor. If they're cheeky, you can have sort of like antics happening in the photos They can have different emotions, so you can take them on a different kind of tonal range with your photos. You can show confidence and connection, or you can make them more reflective and contemplative. It's really wide open for you. You've got so much room to play with. Um, I've seen some really cool, provocative images, and then I've seen some just really fun and, you know, cracker ones, and I, I myself have captured them as well. Depending on the client and how far they're willing to work with you, you get to play with this, but you not only get to play with it in one place, you get to take it out on tour. <laughs> so on a personal branding shoot, you're not sort of static in that one spot. You get to sort of take this out. And I say to my clients, a, a shoot with me is a little bit like an emotional ride. Yeah. We want to take them on all the different levels. And so I think that that's what's really, really fun about um, being able to sort of transport them into different places. And then just, as I said, show those different parts of their personality by physically putting them in, in different locations that sort of provoke that that sort of sense for them. So oftentimes when I'm taking my ladies outdoors, you know, we just get them to close their eyes, take a breath, listen to nature. And what that brings out is so different to what might happen with them in a studio if I ask them to take a breath. So it's, yeah, so I love this part about personal branding, about taking them out on those journeys and really capturing that journey as you go along with it in your client, with your client. And of course, as I said, you can do this with headshots as well, but it's definitely a lot easier to showcase different parts of their personality when you're going on multiple locations, I find, and connecting them to that environment. So let's have a talk about first the different styles of images that you could be producing for people when it comes to personal branding. So obviously, we have already discussed the headshot. Okay, so I like to think of these as the profiles for your clients, these images where they look connected and they're looking straight at the camera. A lot of the time, I personally think that it's great if you can do these for your clients on a flat white backdrop. Sometimes people will request a black backdrop, but generally speaking, you kind of want to remove a lot of the distractions. So even if you're shooting outdoors, you want to be shooting on a low aperture speed. You want to be shooting kind of like wide open so that everything's nice and blurry in the background and the sole focus is that person. Okie dokie. Now, there are a lot of other different styles, of course. So let me introduce you to my favorite. My favorite style of shot that I love to shoot with my personal branding clients is what I call lifestyle, okay? 
Now, a lot of the time, a lot of people will say that, you know, lifestyle images are kind of like social media curated lifestyle sort of stuff. But I like to think of this with my client as bringing their own vision board to life. Okay. So yes, sometimes the kind of photos that I get asked to and invited to take with my clients might not necessarily be the exact lifestyle that they're living today, but it's definitely the lifestyle that they dream of living. And usually I say to people, look, let's make sure it's not too far in the distance, you know? Um, So it might be someone doing an activity like yoga or something like that. And maybe they don't do it every day, but they definitely have it in their, as part of their daily, as part of their routine of life. Okay, let's put it that way. So <laughs> so um, lifestyle images, of course, encompasses a wide range, but they are definitely a lot more relaxed. They're a lot more engaged um, and they are definitely a lot more engaging for the viewer. Okay, they can get involved in that person's reality and in their life. Now, the next series of images that uh, can be pushed into this um, bracket of personal branding is definitely like a documentary style. I'm going to be honest with you, this is not necessarily my skill set. I tend to work still a little bit more with the posing because it works with my clients. But I have seen some beautiful documentary style photography where people are literally like a fly on the wall and they can find those gorgeous little moments by just having the patience and sitting in the room with their client. So if that sort of style of shooting really works for you, I would be really ramping that out and introducing that to clients because there are a massive amount of clients that would love to have that kind of documentary style or that more intimate sort of feel into their life and into the more gritty reality of their life. And obviously you've got of course, when you're working with business people, the likes of like the work behind the scenes. Okay. So most of the businesses that I work with, I'll either go into their spaces or else um, we can kind of manufacture the same sort of scenes as working with clients, working in their spaces and that kind of thing. That's a huge dominant part of this market as well. So don't, don't make sure you don't forget out on that. Now, there's another style of photography that we do a lot in my business, and this is shooting details, okay? So this is zoning in on the applicable details that are really going to help them to be marketing specific things. So it can be as simple as coming over the top of someone's computer and sort of photographing what's happening on their screen and, you know, obviously highlighting perhaps their website or their landing pages and things like that. But there's other things that you can do too. So like if you're shooting somebody sitting nice and wide on a couch, you can definitely come in and just shoot the details of perhaps the book that they're reading or their phone, or you could be doing things like products. If the business has products as well, there is so much breadth and width and like potential for you to be able to create, to create for your clients if you are good at shooting the details. Okay. Obviously this requires a lens where you can zoom in. So you need like a hundred mil lens or or more, Um, but you want to be able to really see the beauty in still and inanimate objects. I'm going to be straight with you, not necessarily my skill. So I am very honest with my clients and I tell them if you've got people in your photos, I'm your girl. I'm not very good at doing products, but if you're perhaps not very strong with people and posing and things like that, perhaps this is the space for you. Now, I love, I love, love, love illustrative photography and there is such a market for it in this space. If you're truly creative and you can concept ideas that are similar to those of like big ad campaigns and things like this, go for it, my friend. Again, this is not necessarily my 
area of speciality. I tend to deal more with that lifestyle element as I've discussed earlier. But if you've got great ideas and you're really good at sort of creating and you love that kind of artistic creation where you're kind of bringing together different concepts and things, you can concept this for your clients and you can literally create works of art for them that will help them to market their product. The kinds that only normally big businesses can afford that have big ad budgets. So if you have been in the past loved, you know, doing those kind of illustrative or conceptual style of prints and portraits for awards and things like that, this is your market, baby. This is where it's happening. This is where I know so many of my clients would love you to be able to create for them on the, like that on that level. So, so you can see this is I've only just touching on the ice and on the surface of the different styles of images, but those are the main ones that I see that you could potentially be um, push, producing for your clients. Now, I'm just going to take a break for now, but afterwards I am going to be returning with many more of my thoughts on what's different about personal branding photography compared to headshots. Hi, I'm Melissa, owner of Melissa Rayland Photography, and I just wanted to let you know how awesome Paula's breakthrough, the business of personal branding photography has been for my business. You know, it's been six years since I started my business and there were new things that she uh, talked about as far as marketing and branding and, you know, finding your ideal clients and speaking directly to them. Uh, but there are a lot of things in within that that I never thought about for my business and things that I hadn't revisited in a few years. I love the way that she just breaks things down in a really easy to understand way. It's And it's very visual as well. And, you know, it's been a few months since I finished this course and I'm still revisiting the videos and my notes for things I'm doing in my own marketing and recently I hired a VA and I'm even talking to her about these things and make sure that I'm still incorporating them in my business. So it's been a game changer for me and I know it will be for you. Thanks Paula. Welcome back. Another thing that I love about personal branding photography, slightly different to headshots, is that there is probably a lot more uses, final end uses for the clients. Obviously, when you're creating more images, it means that they can use the images in a variety of different ways across different platforms. And they're not sort of constricted because they've just got one image that's in sort of one crop proportion either. So the different styles of places that I see my clients using them, obviously, we've discussed it earlier, is those profiles. So usually, typically speaking at the moment, they are cropped as square and your clients can use them in a variety of different ways on to, to, to be that sort of sole representation of them in a consistent place where it's sort of applicable. Okay, so again, we're talking LinkedIn profiles, email, you know, email newsletters that might go out, um, banners if they have them on those email newsletters and on the signature panels, um, every single pretty much platform that you uh, log into these days, you have a photo. So even on your Google profile, you have a photo. And I think it's great if you can have that as consistent across the board. But obviously, when you're looking on social media, different platforms do have different personalities. And so it is fun for your clients to be able to play with different images that perhaps, you know, they might have a little bit more of conservative feel when they're on LinkedIn. But then when they jump over onto say something like Instagram or on TikTok, they can have a lot more kind of fun and 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 lightness to the photos and a bit more cheekiness if they're that way inclined. So obviously when it comes to using images, one of the biggest places your clients is going to be using them is across their social media. 
Okay, we all know how hungry social media is for content. And the great thing about offering a variety of different sort of poses and locations within a personal branding shoot is that you can um, feed the demon, is I want to say. (laughs) Social media is very hungry. Your clients are going to need lots of different images. And if you can create lots of different styles and, and things for them, then their social media is going to be very happy. Their audience is going to be happy. And your client is going to be very happy when they've got that bucket of content sitting there for them on a rainy day when they don't feel like pulling out their iPhone and they can just pluck one of your photos that looks great, makes them look awesome and they can pop it into their feed and they don't have to go making photos because I know for a lot of my clients that sucks a lot. So now obviously uh, your images on a personal branding shoot as well as a headshot shoot, but they can become an integral part of a website. So most of my clients these days, one photo just doesn't cut the mustard for them. Even a couple of photos taken in the same location just isn't enough. So when you do a personal branding shoot, it gives them the variety of images to illustrate their website. They're going to have a cup, maybe a couple of images on their homepage if they are the sole kind of representation or the representative of their business through their about page. And then there's also different places that they can utilize those photos on their customer journey throughout their website, also through their marketing communication. So I mentioned before banners, newsletters, that sort of thing, but also through their sales processes. Okay, so a lot of businesses have moved into online models now. So they need things like sales pages. They need to create funnels that their clients can work through. They might have ads which are on their front end, which, you know, depending on the platform, have different specs and needs. And then it might be part of their actual products as well, right? So in their website, they might need the photos, as we said earlier, but that is still a part of their sales process. And so I don't want you to leave these little areas uncovered when you're talking with your clients. There are other places that clients that I've photographed use their images, things like education. So it could be like step-by-steps and how-tos, their PDFs, guides, manuals, pricing, all of that kind of thing. So in that education, in their blogs, that kind of thing when they're educating their clients. We've also got instructive, okay? So this is where you might um, get your clients to use your images to get to lead their clients to places. So Um, illustrative, instructive, whatever you want to say. So it could be like getting them to do things like pointing or pushing buttons or doing things like that within certain, you know, specs of their sales pages or within their website. Um, It could be telling them to do something by physically showing them what the task is. Um, There's so much, you know, there's so much space here for you to be able to create with your clients. But ultimately what I know you need to be helping them to do is to tell their story. For me, this is the most important difference and the most poignant difference when it comes from headshots to personal branding. If you can create a wide range of images that helps a person to share themselves, if it helps them to tell their story, that the impact that that can, that can have for their business is so massive. A lot of the people that come to me are not strong copywriters. They're not, they're not natural marketers. And so having a collection of images that helps them to be able to communicate with their audience is so impactful for their lives. Now, these images can be purposeful or they can be generic. It doesn't matter. Some of the images that you create will have specific intention, but so often I can see clients that can attach literally 150 different quotes or comments or um, stories to one single image. And 
you guys as photographers probably know, if you're anything like me, you spend most of your time on the other side of the lens and you're not jumping in front of it. Can you imagine having a collection of images, the likes that you could take for your clients to sitting there ready for you so that you can attach stories to it. It's pretty powerful stuff. And it's, it's something that holds a lot of people back is not having images of them that are com- that, that make them feel comfortable. And that's really why I personally like to take the time to get to know my clients. Okay. I take the time because I really want to understand what it is that's going to help them to feel confident, to feel proud, to share more of themselves and to show up more online. What I'm really looking for with my personal branding shoots is to be able to give them the power to share more of them in a way that doesn't feel too contrived. Um, We want it to feel authentic and down to earth. And I think that's the power of personal branding. When you do spend that much time getting to know someone beforehand, when you ask them the right questions, when you spend time with them on the shoot day and you kind of get to know their little quirks and you get to capture those little moments over that sort of longer period of time that you spend with them, that's where the real gold for me is in this market. So I'm not in the business of dressing people up and making them be something that they're not. Definitely, in as I record this in 2022, the shift is is moving away from those glossy kind of big budget entrepreneurial style photographs. Of course, it can be that. But really what I'm into with personal branding is helping people to bring more points of connection with their audience. And I feel like that's something that might be missing from a couple of static images, if you know what I mean. Okay, so I'm not discounting at all headshots, as I said. I just feel like having that more broader collection of images, having that more time to spend with your client, being able to create that vision board for who they want to be in business, how they want to be perceived, or even just helping them to have the images that represent the value and the quality of the service that they deliver. That to me is the power of personal branding. So in sharing this with you today, what I really wanted you to understand is that a lot of the time you are responsible for paying a major role in your client's marketing department. Okay. So for me, a personal branding session is like creating a campaign for an entrepreneur. And it's similar to the likes that, you know, commercial agencies and things might have done before. You get to decide the angles. You get to decide and help them to narrow down the marketable parts of their personality. You get to help them to sort of choose which parts of their story are important to highlight. You are responsible for helping them to bring their dream business to life visually. And if you do that, and you do a great job for them, they're going to come back to you time and time again. And that's what I love about this genre too, is that differently to my headshot clients where they typically will only come back two, three, maybe even to five years when they're starting, their photos are looking outdated and they need to have an upgrade. When I'm creating with personal branding clients, they are coming back more consistently because if as their business grows, they need more content, right? And so the exciting thing about it is that you get to be part of their team as well. So I think that that's a really kind of a different point than the headshot market for me because I get to have that ongoing relationship. And if you work on your own, it can be really powerful to have that kind of connection with businesses and to see and experience their growth with them. And to, as I said, become part of their team. It's, it's really quite an important part for me um, that's different to when I've worked with my headshot portraits. Now, I just don't want to discount here either because a lot of my headshot portraits, my headshot clients, 
come with me because it's like a try before you buy. Or perhaps they're in a startup mode and they're just kind of dipping their toe in and then they end up growing to become a personal branding client. And that's an integral part of the journey with me, with my customers as well. So again, not discounting in any way. I'm just loving that I can see that transition again, becoming part of their team. And so a lot of the time, my headshot clients do end up very quickly becoming recurring personal branding clients. And that's the beauty of the marriage between these two genres as well. But I hope in sharing this with you today, what I really wanted to articulate for you is that there is a difference. And so when you are going out and marketing to your clients, it's very important that you articulate that to them. Okay. So take some of the language that I've used today um, and, and make sure that you're communicating the difference because there is a different level of investment of time. And so I want to make sure that when you're packaging these things up and when you're selling and you're explaining and you're communicating through all of your marketing collateral, your copy, your social medias, your sales pages and things, I want to make sure that you really understand the difference so that your clients do. That's when your marketing and your sales processes can become very clear too. So people understand which way they can and willing to work with you. And then you're just delivering on that level for them as well. So this is my experience of personal branding. And I hope that in sharing this, you too can start to recognize what you are creating or what you want to create for your clients, how to articulate what you do, and even maybe just to get you inspired about how you could be creating with your clients. Now, if you haven't already, make sure that you subscribe to this podcast if you like what you're hearing. So you can make sure that you get each and every episode fresh as they are dropped. I hope you've enjoyed listening today and I look forward to connecting with you again soon. I put on a tight show. You sure you can handle? We be faster than Jago.